I'm Spring. I'm Joe. And we're here today to give you some amazingly weird stories. The whole synopsis is, I don't know what Joe's going to talk about. He has no idea what I'm going to talk about. But we're going to send you down a path of two... Histories, mysteries, conspiracies, and creatures. Yeah. That's what we talk about. So, And neither one of us has any idea. So uh, here we go. We're going to start with rock, paper, scissors as usual. Rock, rock paper, paper, scissors, scissors shoot. shoot. Oh, yes! Shit. I win! I go first! Alright. Yeah. Alright. Always trusty scissors. Swear to God. Alright. The My story today, it's it's an actual folklore. Uh, it's called The Table, The Ass, and The Stick. A.K.A. The Smart Brother and The Crazy Brother. <laughs> <laughs> um, this story comes from Turkey. I had picked up a few books about folk tales, and one of the, one of them being Folk Tales Told Around the World by Richard M. Dorson. And while I was flipping through the pages, my juvenile mind caught upon these words, gold-producing ass, droppings of gold, and magic sack furnishes mannequin who cut, cudgels enemies. And I'm like, well, that doesn't... And, like that. and you, you got these to, from a middle school, right? Yes, I did. There's a reason they were getting rid of them. <laughs> and I'm happy to many, get them home. Many a kid have laughed. <laughs> Gold-producing so, ass. I'm surprised that <laughs> that page wasn't ripped out and stolen. There's a few other ones Bacon. where it's a little questionable. If you get in the history books at some of those... Oh, I shouldn't say that because then they're going to ban them. But don't look in the history books at schools and libraries. They do not have profanities and uh, it's just a few parts. <laughs> my my childhood friend Bacon used to... like If he found something funny, he'd just steal the page. <laughs> <laughs> well, this one is a little bastard. <laughs> All right, well, it goes, Once upon a time, there were two brothers who lived together on a farm. One was smart, the oldest, and the other was crazy, the youngest. Their father wasn't very rich, and all he had was a pair of oxen, a cow, a water buffalo, and a few other small animals. Recently, they had um, they had finished building a new barn, and things were going great until the father passed away. And then the brothers had to divide up what was there. So the smart brother had an idea and he said hey i what about this we're gonna let the animals out and in the morning or at night when they come back whatever animals go in the the new barn are yours to keep and whatever animals go in the old barn are mine to keep him being smart (laughs) knowing that the animals out of habit will probably go into the old barn so the the crazy brother's like heck yeah i'm yeah i get the new barn and whatever animal comes in that's great so the night comes, and sure enough, all the animals except for one ox go inside of the old barn. The crazy brother wasn't very happy, because now he only had one animal, and that wasn't going to be enough to do any like of his own farm work and everything, so without exhausting it. So he decided that he was just going to sell it. Whatever. I'm done. I'm going to take it along see what I can get. So he took the axe or he took the ox along a mountain road, and he traveled for six months, only to go the length of a grain of barley. 
I don't understand. I think he kind of went in a circle. Okay. Like, you know, like he kind of traveled for six months I mean, and then he came then, back. Yeah. He, he, Figurative, I guess. Yeah. Weird sayings. <laughs> Remember, this is from Turkey. It's a folklore thing. Well, okay. we have our own weird idioms. <laughs> yeah, so. yeah. Anything to not go into metric. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but um, uh, as he, he came upon a tree and he saw a bird in it, and the bird was called a hoopoe. And it sang, its song was, hoo-poo-poo-ibik-bik. Mm-hmm. All right? And so the crazy brother took that song from the bird to mean that it wanted to buy his ox. So he's calling him. He's like, fine, I'll sell uh-huh. it to you. He is the crazy brother. And, <laughs> and the bird was like, hoo-poo-poo-ibik-ibik-ibik. And so he's like, okay, well, I'll come back tomorrow when you got the money. I'm going to tie the ox here and, you know, pay me tomorrow. Have a good night. So he ties the axe to the tree, goes back home. The next morning he wakes up, he grabs his axe, and he goes up to the mountain, to the tree, and he sees the axe is gone, but there's no money. So he starts yelling out. He goes, um, he yells, hoo poo poo big 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 hey, where's my axe money? And the bird responded with a hoo poo 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 big 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 And the crazy brother demanded his money and said, if you don't give me my money, I'm going to cut down your darn tree. Well, the bird just went, ooh, boo, boo, make a make. So he started chopping at the tree. That's when the bird apparently learned English and was like, whoa, 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 please stop. (laughs) I, (laughs) whoa, don't destroy my tree. How about this? I will give you this donkey if you will accept it. Just please be careful because if you say, whoa, donkey, whoa, something's going to happen and just don't do it around the road or whatever. So the brother's like, okay, I'll take a donkey. Whatever, better than nothing. Wait, so, but he just said it in front of the donkey. Well, wouldn't it do the thing? No, because apparently it doesn't matter if the donkey, if the bird says it. Okay. Fine. Wow, finding a loophole right away. Just get <laughs> get back into your childhood, like childish wonder, not your skeptical Did he cynicism. It? Yes. <laughs> he said it in oh, boo, boo. <laughs> So the brother then was like, fine, I'll take the donkey. And while he was going back, curiosity got the best of him and he kinda of pulled over to the side of the road and he goes, Hey, whoa, donkey, whoa. And the donkey like spread its legs apart, lifted its tail, and relieved itself of gold coins. Dude. The guy, that's exactly what the guy was like, whoa. So he grabbed the coins and like, fuck yeah, I'm going back to my home. So he took the donkey back home and he's like, hey, brother, look what I got. I traded my ox for a donkey, you know? And the guy's like, dude, that's so stupid. A donkey can't even do half the work as an ox. Like, you did a terrible trade. He's like, wait, wait, wait. Watch this. Whoa, donkey, whoa. And the donkey once again raised his tail and relieved itself of more gold coins. So the smart brother is like, okay, well... That's awesome. But, like, please don't tell anybody about this. Because if they do, if you do, someone's going to want to take your donkey and then you're not going to have it anymore. So just keep this to yourself. The brother's like, I'm not that stupid. (laughs) And he's like, by the way, I noticed the donkey doesn't have any shoes. Now I got some gold coins. I'm going to go down and I'm going to, like, in the morning, I'm going to take the donkey down to the blacksmith and get him some shoes. So the next morning he wakes up. He goes, whoa, donkey, whoa, collects some more coins, goes down to the blacksmith blacksmith in true mechanic fashion is like well it's gonna take me about a night so come back tomorrow and i'll have the the donkey ready for you and this crazy brother says okay but just warning you don't say whoa donkey whoa okay just don't do that okay and the blacksmith's like okay but he also thought it was really stupid because he's like 
how else the hell do you talk to a donkey? Like, you know, like you normally with an animal, like a big horse, like animal, you say, whoa, whoa, you know? So as he was shooing up the donkey, he ended up going, you know, the donkey was moving around a bunch and he went, whoa, donkey, whoa. And the donkey like shit, gold shit out gold. Well, the blacksmith couldn't believe his eyes. So he's like, fuck this. I'm keeping this donkey. And he went to get a different one that had shoes on, tied it out front. So when the um, crazy brother showed up in the morning, he's like, oh, your donkey's all ready for you. Kick the tires. It's all good to go. Some crazy brother takes the donkey, goes down the road a little bit. Whoa, donkey, whoa. Nothing comes out. He's like, fucking A. He goes back. He's like, give me back my donkey. He's like, no, I you have a donkey. He's like, no, my donkey pissed gold. <laughs> like, huh? this one does not. And the blacksmith's like, what the fuck are you going to do about it? So he like, kind of like, you know, shoves him out and says, get out of here. The brother's pissed. So he takes the, the imposter donkey back to his house, grabs his axe, goes up to the tree uh, to the on the mountainside, and he yells out for the bird. He says, oh, boo, boo, wiki, gibby, gibby. And bird doesn't respond. He goes, you and I want my axe money. And the bird He's like, if you don't show up, I'm going to start chopping the tree. Starts chopping at the tree. Bird comes back. He's like, okay, don't do that. Seriously, don't do that. I got this tablecloth. <laughs> All right? But here's the deal. Be careful when you have it because... If you don't say open tablecloth open and be spread with all sorts of food, just don't say it. <laughs> and the brother's like, okay, I know how this goes. So he grabs the tablecloth, goes wandering down the road, opens up, goes open tablecloth open, be spread with all the food. And like 40 dishes came out, like 40 wheat dishes, 40 dairy dishes, 40 sweets, 40 meat dishes. It was just food galore. He filled his face at the end, he, like, packed everything up, folded up the tablecloth, went back to his brother. And then he um, told his brother, hey, guess what? I traded the donkey for a tablecloth. The brother's like, you fucking moron. Like, seriously? So the brother's like, wait, watch this. Shows him its magic trick. Smart brother that, again, gives him the warning. Don't tell anybody <laughs> about this. They're going to want to take it from you. He's like, I'm not that stupid. I'm not going to tell anyone. He's like, but you know what? I'm going to invite the emperor over and his army, and I'm going to feed him. I'm going to give him a feast. This is going to be great. I'm going to show off that I can, like, I can do this shit. So he invites the emperor and his army, and there's, like, 10,000 men, and he invites them all to his land, and he, like, he's just saying, open tablecloth, open, and fill with with whole sorts of food over and over again, taking the dishes off, saying it again, refilling it, and he fed the soldiers until they were full. Well, the emperor got a little suspicious so he had sent his soldiers around to kind of spy on the crazy brother and they saw him doing the incantation over the tablecloth and they told the emperor and the emperor is like dude i want that so he then says hey give me the tablecloth or i'm gonna take off your head (laughs) and the brother was like fucking a handed over the tablecloth is it terrible that I picture this as Pinky and the Brave? <laughs> no, because it gets the, we're getting to the best part. So the brother is pissed because now he's lost his donkey that shits gold, and he's lost his tablecloth that gives him like unlimited food. So he takes his axe and he goes back up to that tree and he calls for that damn bird again. They go through their whole boop 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 wicky 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 thing back and forth, and he's starting to chop at the tree, and the bird comes back. He's okay, 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 fine. I'm going to give you a pumpkin. But, hold on, i got to see what, what you got to say. Um, but here's the thing. Don't say... C- 
come out of that pumpkin and hit so-and-so's head. Just don't say that. And the brother's like, all right, thanks for the pumpkin. I'm out of here. So he's walking down the, the road and he goes, don't come out of that pumpkin or come out of that pumpkin and hit so-and-so in the head. And all of a sudden, 40 little men with sticks come marching out of the pumpkin and they climb up on him and just give him a thrashing of his life. And he's like, please, please stop. Go back, go back. And the 40 men march right back into the pumpkin. He's like, fuck, yeah. He, he's like, I can't wait to show this to my brother. <laughs> so he goes down the hill, the mountain, and he's like, hey, brother, look. I traded the tablecloth for a pumpkin. And the brother's like, seriously? And he's like, wait, wait, watch what it does. <laughs> come out of the pumpkin and hit my brother in the head and the 40 men came marching out with little sticks and they beat him in the head and his brother's like please stop and finally this crazy brother's like alright you guys get back in the pumpkin <laughs> then he's like you know what you know what I'm going back to the blacksmith so he marches down to the blacksmith like. and he goes give me back my donkey now and the blacksmith's like fuck off don't even I don't want to deal with this so then he's like fine come out of the pumpkin and Hit this blacksmith in the head. And the 40 men come out and they start beating the living shit out of him with their little sticks. And he's like, fine, take the donkey, take the donkey. Takes his donkey, comes back. And then he like goes, I'm going to go visit the emperor now. So he goes <laughs> on his gold shitting donkey over to the emperor. And he says, emperor, I want my tablecloth back. And the emperor's like, get the fuck out of here. And he goes, come out of the pumpkin and hit the emperor in the head. And the fucking 40 men with sticks come marching out and they beat the emperor in the head. He goes, fine, fine, take your tablecloth and go. And so, uh, this this part kind of gets interesting because the way that the story ends is they say that the crazy brother draped the tablecloth over his arm and tucked the pumpkin under his other arm and rode off on his donkey. And you would have thought he was a curd with five goats. And apparently... Hmm. It's a stereotype in Turkey that the country Turkey yeah, that yeah. Kurds were really poor generally, and that if they had five goats, they would be rich. So this guy was rich. was riding off as if he was a he rich had magic Kurd. stuff. Yeah. I would say he was a dude with magic stuff. So I hope he put all that shit in his new barn. <laughs> uh, yeah, he doesn't need anything else. He gets and the, fed. That's gets the end of it. Like, shit. I thought that was a pretty. Uh, awesome story because like we've heard stories before about like people who end up with a magical item that ends up giving them so much of their stuff and it's been taken away but like just the fact that like the the whole premise of it being like first you have a donkey that shit's gold <laughs> then you got a tablecloth that's pretty normal a tablecloth that gives off you know like food but then you end up with a pumpkin with little people in it that come out with sticks and beat up like <laughs> I would like to see this as a cartoon particularly with Pinky and the Brain as the brothers <laughs> zoinks <laughs> narf <laughs> so it's known as the table the ass and the stick or the smart brother and the crazy brother interesting hmm <laughs> All right, Joseph, what kind of story do All you right. have today? Today my story is a bit more modern and, uh, yeah, could not really be played by Pinky in the Brain. <laughs> so, we've all heard of the Sasquatch, yes. but have you ever heard of Bat-Squatch? No. So, what? this is another one that I didn't get from beer, but there's a uh, there's another beer involved. But <laughs> <laughs> inspiration strikes wherever. Well, that's not where I got the inspiration. I just heard Bat Squatch and was like, what the? Uh, but then I was like, oh yeah, I've had that beer. And it's really good. It's a, a really good uh, hazy IPA. And weirdly, the, uh, the beer isn't even made anywhere near... Um, the 
origin of the story. Yeah, the origin. I'm pretty certain that uh, Rogue Brewery is in Baton Rouge. Oh, okay. And, uh... Hey, everybody. Just a quick correction. Rogue Ales is actually in Newport, Oregon. This takes place in... And it's actually a couple places, but it started in, in Washington, actually. Okay. So, um, but generally the Pacific Northwest. Uh, it's first said to have been seen around Mount St. Helen immediately following the tragic eruption uh, in 1980. It was one of the most destructive eruptions in U.S. history. It claimed the lives of 57 people and, like, displaced many. It was brutal. Um, and there was ash falling for months. And during this time, people thought they saw this big winged humanoid flying around the, the <laughs> eruption site. This is like, you know, the devil escaping. Um, <laughs> he and, lives uh, in America. <laughs> there isn't a lot of actual information on those specific sightings, just that people, it was like, oh yeah, there was a rumor then. Yeah. People yeah. talked about. Um, but it was described as like a large ape like creature. And this is description from like some of the main sightings too a large ape-like creature with uh large leathery wings glowing red eyes bluish fur and a bat-like face about nine foot tall with a 50 foot wingspan um and yeah so pretty pretty wild looking guy uh one description said like a dog-like muzzle um another guy well i'll get to the sightings in a minute but but yeah so First of all, this beer, not not a plug for him, but still really good beer. <laughs> a nice uh, hazy IPA that's 6.7%. Pretty, uh... Pretty good. Pretty good. 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 Not yeah, going to yeah, knock yeah. you on your ass, but it's 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 good. It's worthy of a six-pack. And know. on their website, they talk about, uh, you know, the fabled Bat Squatch and uh, how the, the beer is as hazy as the legends. <laughs> I love that. I was Ooh, like, Ooh, that's okay. a good play on words. Uh, that, that, that was cool, guys. Um, I get that. So the, the first... Like really recorded sighting uh, that got like attention was until 14 years later, actually, um, <clears throat> in 1994. So many different paranormal stories start. It's with a dead vehicle. <laughs> <laughs> so Brian Canfield was driving home through the backwoods of Pierce County, Washington, and his truck died. Crickety old truck, so it dun. happens. And he was thinking about getting out. Um, and then he saw something swoop by the front. And he's like, what? I thought it was like a huge bird. And he's a little freak, but he's going to get out and fuck with his truck, see what was going yeah. on. Then this thing, like, jumped onto his the front of his truck. And, like, it's said to be, yeah, like, that was mostly his description. Nine foot tall. The wings, like, went the all the way across, across the road. Jeepers Creepers kind of a thing there, huh? Yeah, this thing is huge. Let's see if I can pull up some bat squatch pictures for you here. Because I'm imagining, oh, okay, never mind. That is not Jeepers Creepers. That is literally like Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle, but bat. It's Sasquatch <laughs> with bat wings. <laughs> like uh, South Park could have like created that guy, right. Man Bear Pig. But it's like it's Batman Sasquatch. <laughs> I mean, super badass. Hell yeah. It's kind of like the gargoyles. Remember the gargoyles? Yes, it does look like a gargoyle. But, like, I'm looking at the one that has the six-pack and the abs going on there. Like, that one looks like he'd be a school mascot. So <laughs> <laughs> I, want, I don't think... I, I think I would have read about it if, if someone had made it a mascot, which would I be a cool school... Ma 
School well, next way time. Way better than ours. We live in Wisconsin. I was going to say, we live in Wisconsin where there's a lot of Native American names probably still associated with schools. And if so, they end up like having to change their name. I think Bat Squatch should be up in the runnings to replace any school that's feeling a little controversial with their previous <laughs> mascot names. <laughs> yes. Although he's not from here. Although there's sightings oh. that go much further away. Um, well, so he decided to, to actually go to to like report this mm-hmm. and um he was interviewed by uh the news tribune in tacoma and uh this is what what he said he said it was standing there staring at me like it was resting like it didn't know what to think i was just scared it raised the hair on me i didn't feel threatened i just felt out of place it's looking right at <laughs> me like in a deep stare like right <laughs> through me it's standing perfectly still. It stood for how long? A few minutes? Several minutes? Then its <laughs> fingers twitched. Its wings began to unfold. Those wings were as wide as the road. It turned its head, looked back at me, and started flapping its wings. A Did few it, like, minutes kiss later, in the air. Right. A few <laughs> minutes later, the truck just started, and he took off as fast as he could. So it's like, it doesn't seem mean for as vicious and grotesque as it looks and it'll yeah. be terrifying it's like the quasimodo of all but it, <laughs> was, it was the the gargoyles guys <laughs> Aww. on vacation and he was just scared Aww. he escaped Mount St. Helens and <laughs> lived in the woods some guy that just was like okay so maybe it was a rabbit maybe Maybe it wasn't as tall as he said it was, but it was definitely a deer. It was definitely a deer, and it maybe had, I don't know, like, it kind of was bigger than a deer. It couldn't have been a deer. Or, like, bluish fur, had bat-like face, glowing red eyes. That shit's creepy. Uh, so, he didn't call it bat squatch, but the, the reporter who broke the story. He missed opportunity. The, yeah, the reporter who broke the story kind of coined the term, um... And then okay. shortly after, another witness came forward. Uh, a liquor store owner by the name of Butch Whitaker claimed to have seen the the creature while flying his personal plane around the same area. And in this uh, telling, he claims the creature flew alongside his plane for several minutes, just chilling, just chilling before flying <laughs> off. So again, he just wants friends. <laughs> I don't see why we should be so mean. Huh? In 98 in northern Oregon, so a couple hundred miles away from there, uh, some trucker, unnamed trucker, uh, claimed to have hit it. it did, I don't think he killed it, but he. this one was different, though. I think it's like a cousin or something. Okay, It was okay. 15 foot, feet tall, a purple nose and eyes, and sm- like tiny wings. <laughs> <laughs> so it's even bigger. It has little wings. <laughs> and I couldn't find any art to, to display that, but um, yeah, I thought that was pretty wild. Those little creatures like, in Hercules, where it's like, like a little teeny tiny wings. I just pictured this big, muscular, purplish dude with little wings. Um, in 2009, some hikers in Mount on Mount Shasta. So now it's California. Okay, well, that's all Northern in that area. Yeah. I mean, that's still a couple hundred miles. Um, it's, to us, to a winged to beast, a I'm sure that's nothing. <laughs> um, they claim to see a flying man. So they didn't quite describe it as a bat, but like flying Did they look for man. any airplanes said, above? He could have been falling out. <laughs> well, they had, said he had like 50-foot wingspan. Oh, oh, And he shit. was stocky like Hulk Hogan. <laughs> <laughs> hey, brother. <laughs> 
He wasn't Navy Seal in one show. He's really <laughs> yeah, me. He hides his his fifty foot wings. Um, <laughs> I love how like. That's their reference for like it's Stocky really specific, like, like Hulk Hogan, <laughs> really specific. <laughs> and uh, so different in in 2015 in the Missouri Ozarks, so super far away. Oh, um, a woman spotted what she described. Did you say 2015? Yeah, there might have been some mass psychosis involved with this one. <laughs> <laughs> well, so like, what's funny too is the the story, like the um. They, in the story they say unlike any other creature and they called it a bat squatch it's like <laughs> and one of the people in it is a MUFON person it's like you don't know about this like, she she had a lot of time to research because she was up all night for the last three nights because she couldn't sleep because the bugs were under her skin <laughs> well they were apparently a family trip she was uh, staring at a according to this MUFON report she was staring at a winged entity seven to eight feet tall with leathery wings from its shoulders to the ground black in color with pointed ears on a triangle head its eyes yellow stared at her with stared at her making her feel very uncomfortable <laughs> which is different than the other guys cuz they kind of seem to have a moment with this beast like, maybe it it's a heterosexual and because it was a woman it was like hey. <laughs> <laughs> that could be <laughs> uh, that's your guess he was is trying to seduce this one. The other ones he wasn't. Right. It doesn't say how how it was making her feel uncomfortable. <laughs> Although it was really just kind of a glimpse because she was with her family. But the way the story sounds, I don't think anyone else saw it. <laughs> oh no. She was like they're driving. I think. Yeah. Yeah. Hangs out with her boyfriend from Canada. <laughs> he doesn't go to that school. He goes to a different school. <laughs> it was really, really the guy she's having an affair with, and she's like, "No, no, I wasn't. Why was I looking over there? It was Bat Squatch. <laughs> Bat Squatch. It was like a beast, like Hulk Hogan in stature. <laughs> Made me very uncomfortable. <laughs> Ew, brother. You know, like that. <laughs> If I saw a winged Hulk Hogan with tiny little wings, I would. Well, the Hulk Hogan one had big wings. There's a 50-foot wingspan. I don't care. I'm meshing them all together. Right now, it's the just one a in, very... The one in Northern Oregon, I, I believe, looked like Randy Savage. Or was it Macho Man Randy Savage? <laughs> oh, you. <laughs> He's just been disappointed. Slim Jim isn't around as much as it used to be. <laughs> had folded that kind of stuff into the, the wrestling, I might be more interested. God. <laughs> I just, that, such a random, like, description of, like, <laughs> so specific yet random, like. That's what I saw at two places. <laughs> like Hulk Hogan. Like, how well do you know Hulk Hogan's shape? <laughs> well, like, are you judging this off of his little action figure? Or, like, are you that hard Anything not WWE? to use the metric system. <laughs> And that's how we Hulk tie Hogan's them together. <laughs> that's how we tie our episodes together. <laughs> our stories, because <laughs> that was good. It's all about not using the metric system. <laughs> all right. Well, well, thank you, everyone. Thank you, guys. You're listening to us. Hope you guys come back again. Until next time. Bye. For any questions or comments, you can find us at Mysteries Inc. on Instagram. Thank you.